Well, praise God, it's so good to come back again talking to you about the goodness of God. You know, I say often that God is good. He's good. Pastor Al, so good to have you back with me again. Thank uh, you. It's my privilege and pleasure to be back with you. Well, and I enjoyed Tim and you last week. Well, um, I did too. I did too. <laughs> had I enjoyed it with you. Yes, I had my son with me, and that is, um, you know, when your kids are serving God and loving God, that is um, probably one of the greatest. Um, plus. Uh, one of the greatest things in the world to Amen. have your children serving the Lord, and especially when they feel called to work for God. Yes. And uh, I know you got two, and they're out there in the ministry doing the work for God. Right. And, you're and you've got one here, David, who's behind the scenes. Yes. Enabling yes. us to do what we do. Well, if it wasn't <laughs> for what he does, you know, we couldn't do this. And, right. you know, he's been with us in the ministry now. Goodness, um, 25 years now, mm -hmm. and uh, you know he started running camera when he was 13 years of wow, age. Wow, I didn't realize he started that young. Oh yes, <laughs> um, well we were in Tennessee in our ministry there, and and um, I think he was actually 13 or 14. I know he was real young, and uh, we had a different setup, of course, then than mm -hmm. we were on television, and uh, but he started what, running camera, and then. Little by little, he started learning all kinds of things. And now he's always behind the scenes, but always doing a great job. Yes. And then our daughter, Tammy, she works in the office and is very loyal and faithful. And uh, here we are tonight. Now, don't leave out Pastor Sarah now. She's the director behind the scenes. <laughs> well, maybe we shouldn't go too far there because maybe she pulls all the strings. <laughs> no, no, it's very good. Pastor Sharon uh, does, uh, she, she stays in, in, in her lane. <laughs> Incognito. Uh, well, yeah, it's hard for her, me to get her to... Um, get up and speak and minister unless the Lord really puts something in her heart. And then when God puts something in her heart, then she will. And then before you came along, um, and Pastor Jan, you know, she used to do a lot of the Sunday morning services, but now um, she leads it to us. And I was asking her the other night, you want, to, you want to speak real soon? You want to speak? And she said, no, I don't have anything to say. It seems oh, like... Uh, that's, a, that's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's good to... Um, uh, have everybody watching, and uh, our daughter Tammy's watching, and my daughter-in-law Jackie is uh, uh, from over in Tennessee. She's watching, and and uh, we got a good subject tonight that we're going to be talking yes, about. Do. And um, why don't we just pray and ask God's blessings? And by the way, you that are watching uh, right now, whether you're watching by uh, one of our apps or whether you're watching on Facebook, we are going to. Uh, make this a shorter webcast tonight because of um, the State of the Union address by our president, the President Donald Trump. He will be giving a speech, as most of you know, here in just a few minutes, and so we want to be ready. And even though many of you that are watching are not uh, Americans and you live in another country, uh, I think many of you that do watch us have great respect for this country and, and the people that serve the Lord in this country as well. But anyway, we're going to pray. Father, I thank you for thank you, all the people that are viewing with us tonight. And I ask Holy Spirit that as we begin this broadcast, this webcast, that you will touch each one that views 
live and those that will view this at a time later. Lord, just bless our sister Sally Roya up in uh, Toronto as she is there with us tonight and the ones in different parts of the world. Just bless everyone. Anoint Pastor Al and myself yes. that we will say what you want us to say. We will do what you want us to do. And most of all, that this will be a time of unity as we're together with your people, not a time of division. So anoint us, speak through us, speak to every heart so that they will know you and walk with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Yes. Amen, amen and amen. Well, I want to get started here real quickly, and then Pastor Al's got some things he wants to talk to. But you know, Article 2, Section 3 of the Constitution of the United States of America mandates that a president shall from time to time give the Congress information on the State of the Union. And every president since George Washington has assumed that responsibility by giving an annual speech unveiling his assessment of the nation called the State of the Union. And this is going to be taking place here in America, as I said just a minute ago. It's going to be taking place in less than an hour. And I really encourage you to watch this with an open mind, because if you've got a closed mind, obviously it's not going to do you any good. So we want you to have an open mind. And I do want to say this, though, that I'm a minister of the gospel, and I'm not a politician, and this is not about politics. Our, our, our conversation tonight is not about politics. But what we're going to be talking about is our union with Christ as well as the uh, union, the, four, the 50 states of this great nation. So, um, as, as I've said this, I want to establish that uh, even though I am personally born in the United States of America, my real citizenship is in heaven. Amen. And the Bible says in Philippians 3 and 20, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So no matter what culture you're from, Amen. no matter what country you're from, if you're born again, we're all citizens of heaven. Yes, and one day, are. Pastor Al, we're looking for that trumpet to sound, for Jesus to Glory. come and, and split that eastern sky, Amen. and for the dead in Christ to rise. And if we're still here, uh, <laughs> if we're still here when it when it happens, that we will be changed in a moment, in a, moment. In, a, in a twinkling of an eye. Absolutely. That's hard to comprehend. But, it is, uh, it is. We'll we be, trade these old bodies down in and get new ones. We go through metamorphosis. Instantly. From the caterpillar to the butterfly. Bam. <laughs> we'll do the bam like you did Sunday. There we go. We'll kick it up. We kick it up another notch, don't <laughs> That's we? That's exactly right. Well, you know, I'm excited, Pastor. I know I've watched the derogatory and negative remarks all day long from uh, the majority of the media and, and people in, in different parties making light of the president's speech, making fun of his speech, uh, saying he shouldn't even be making a speech and talking about how poor uh, the state of our union is. And uh, I, I was thinking, I heard Franklin Graham make a statement, I don't know, maybe it's a couple of years ago now, but we were talking about, and you mentioned this already, about our citizenship in heaven. And, uh, you know, in, in this country, we have the Democrats, we have the Republicans, we have the Independents, and Franklin Graham said, and, and we should have the Biblicans. Mm. 
Uh, and what he meant by the Biblicans was, you know, the, the Christians, the, the believers in Jesus Christ, those who are citizens of heaven. And the reason that, that he brought out this point, and, and part of what we want to discuss tonight is, if the Biblicans, those who believe in the Bible, and take a biblical position, and the Bible does say that we are the salt and light of the culture. And so if the Biblicans or the Christians remain silent, and we don't speak out, whether we're politicians, as you said, we're not politicians, but we are Christians, Biblicans, and we are part of this culture. So if we are obedient to the Word of God, uh, and we stand our ground. Pastor, the thing that has really made me sad over the last several elections is the failure of the Christians to even go and vote. Uh, so many times Christians just seemed uh, ho-hum about their responsibility as a citizen of the United States and say, well, whatever's going to be is going to be, you know, okay, sirrah, sirrah. I don't believe that. I believe that we have a say, that we have an influence, and God tells us uh, to speak out. Now, I told you already, but I'm going to go back to you before I, I go here. Uh, I, I, after hearing all this negativity today, I thought, well, you know what? I, I'm, I've got eyes and ears, too. And I'm watching the news, and I'm listening and reading the papers, and I keep up with, uh, with our country and with the world events. And I'm not hearing or seeing, obviously, what some of these other people are seeing. Uh, Brother Al said when he came in tonight that he'd already heard one of the major leaders in uh, the Democratic Party tell everybody, turn your televisions off tonight. Don't even watch the President of the United States because it's not worth watching. And he's nothing but a liar. So this is the atmosphere that our country finds itself in right now. And if we do not start to exercise our heavenly citizenship and bring some of that heavenly citizenship influence down to this earth, earthly sphere, I believe we're going to be very sad that we haven't, that we didn't do it. Well, I think you're right. And that's one of the things that I personally feel like that this particular webcast is about it's not about the Democrats or the Republicans. Right. And our president happens to be a Republican. And so, therefore, if you're negative towards him or if, what, if you think I'm going to say something that is negative, obviously people are not going to watch us. Mm -hmm. But, see, people have, uh, Christians have lost their respect for this position. Whoever holds that position, our last president, um, that was in President Obama, Yes, I prayed for him and I prayed for George Bush, no matter who was in office, Absolutely. I prayed that God would give them wisdom and knowledge. And, you know, to me, I think this is what God wants us to, to have is an awakening yes. of our Christian values. Yes. The Apostle Paul, Peter, Jesus himself, the uh, the, the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, after they gave their heart to God, we yes. see where men lived in integrity yes. and righteousness. Yes, and so I think that, you know, the, the late talk shows at night, I, I don't watch them because um, uh, it, it's so negative. Um, but each one that I have watched a few minutes in, most of them come on with some negative comment 
about our president. And uh, instead of saying something good about our president, they're poking at him and showing disrespect whatsoever. And just as you said of this uh, one politician telling uh, people in America to uh, turn turn your TV off and don't watch the president of the United States of America. Well, you know, this is nothing but totally division and we are a, a nation, uh, the United States is 50 states, and we have, you know, a constitution. And uh, just because someone doesn't believe something, they not, that doesn't mean that everybody needs is going to get in your, your, your lane, so That's to right. speak. Right. But when we take the word of God, when we take God's word and we stand on God's word, it's very clear God's very clear about our Christian values. And uh, Pastor Al, I, I cannot, um, I cannot, uh, in a clear conscience, vote for someone that will take a, the life of a baby in a womb. In this country, it's sad if you take a, an eagle egg and you steal an eagle egg or you damage that in any way whatsoever, you go to prison. Mm-hmm. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great, it's a big thing, but you can kill a child mm-hmm. and, uh, and it's okay. And this recent thing that happened in uh, um, New, New York, York is actually a shame. It, it, it hurts my heart yes. that they can abort a child at this the the, the last minutes yes. uh, before a child is born. So I, we're speaking out tonight not because we uh, are favoring someone, but we are favoring the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Great I Am, the Lily of the Amen. Valley, the Bright in the Morning Star. So He's the one that we are lifting up. And uh, I'm grateful for you that are tuned in. And Myrna, you and Wilson just stayed home tonight. I can't believe Shame, that. shame. Yeah, can you believe, that, Pastor Al, that they, they stayed home I can't even believe it. Now, they are always here, but boy, we could have really used them tonight. Y'all couldn't, couldn't we have used them tonight? No, we're just giving you a hard time, Myrna and Wilson. And, and Barbara Harper, it's so good to see you. You've been a, a partner with us for years and years, and I'm so grateful for seeing you on Barbara. Barbara, bless you. You're a great blessing, and we appreciate you. And Susanna Spires, you're just a blessing, too. Uh, thank you so much for your prayers and your support to our ministry. But I want Pastor Al, we're, we're going to talk about some things here tonight of our our um, our president. Yes. And, uh, I, I, and David Carpenter, it's good to see you, and forgive me for not calling you yesterday. I was supposed to call you yesterday. And I've just had two real full days, and I'm sure you're, you've been that way too, especially with your parents. And I've been praying for your parents and just believing they're going to get better. And uh, I hope to see you real soon, David. But uh, I, I'm not ashamed to mention our president because uh, he is not for abortion. Absolutely. Uh, he stands up. For prayer, he lets men and women lay hands on him mm-hmm. and pray for him. He has uh, services, actual services and worship in the White House. Mm-hmm. And I don't know of any president in my in my uh, a lifetime 
that I've been old enough to observe what's I've going on, that anybody that would do this and talk about God and That's Jesus right. openly. openly, unashamedly, and then our vice president, yes. Mike Pence, yes. who is such an awesome man yes. that he, he even talks about being born again and witnesses yes. and is unashamed yes. uh, on television or anywhere in the world to right. talk about his relationship well, with Jesus. I would hate to know where our country would be if President Donald Trump had not been elected because we were headed down a slippery slope as far as Christianity was concerned, as far as biblical truth was concerned. You mentioned, uh, and the Bible tells us, that the government should be upon the shoulders of our Lord. And, and the Word of God also tells us to pray for those in authority, exactly. whether they be kings or, or governors or any type of leader, someone in authority, we should be praying for them. And I told you before we went on the webcast tonight that I copied down a few things uh, that are positive, because every time I listen to most media reports, it seems that everything President Trump does is wrong. It just doesn't seem that the poor man can do anything right when he gets up in the morning and he yawns. He shouldn't have done it. Exactly. You know, if he has to uh, go to the restroom and relieve himself, he shouldn't have done it. Yeah. I mean, that's how stupid it is. It, is. it, is. it gets down to where they, every little, they nitpick everything, and everything the man does is wrong. Well, here's some things that, that he has done that are not wrong. Almost four million jobs created since his election. The highest black employment, the highest Hispanic employment in history. Wow. Not just in his, his election period, but in history. And he appointed two Supreme Court justices, conservative constitutional justices, then 75 other constitutional sound liberal uh, or federal judges, I should say. He blocked the foreign aid that was being used for abortions. That's what we're just talking about. He's very much pro-life and against abortion. Before you go there now, um, the two judges on the Supreme Court, Yes, that, of course ungodly people that are for killing babies, yes. and pardon my term that I'm using, well, I, I could use the word abortion, but that makes it that makes it a little softer to say abortion, yeah. but it's actually killing babies in the yes. womb, yes. so um, the, the worldly part of, of men and women that want this to be a part of our government he appointed judges that's going to be there for a long time yes. that will stand up for right. right. And so I think that's that's so important. Uh, Bonnie, it's good to see you, and thank you for sharing. And, any, and, I, and some of you that's watching on Facebook, why don't you just start sharing right now with your friends? Why don't you just start sharing right now? Because what we're talking about here is really important, and we only got just a few minutes to go. Yeah. Well, continuing in that vein, you know, this, this I call him uh, Governor Cuomo. It's, his, his name is supposed to be Cuomo. But uh, I say no to, to his foolishness of now saying that after the baby's born, uh, that it can be aborted. That they can actually put it in a room somewhere until the mother and the doctor discuss, well, should it live or die? Oh my. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, uh, this is getting to uh, fantasize whether they want to agree with it. They're screaming, oh, no, that's not what it is. 
But they had, a, they had a doctor the other day that came in before the Congress and spoke about what abortion is. And when he, when he finished, you could hear a pin drop in that place because he just made it so livid that you're actually dismembering a human being and pulling it out of the mother's womb piece by piece. It's the most sadistic, horrible thing you could ever imagine. And it has nothing to do with the rights of a woman's body. Because, you know, uh, I, I forget who said it the other day, uh, a famous person. He was talking about people that don't know if they're male or female today, uh, that they're trapped, you know, in, in a, a, a body. And he said, I, I too was once trapped in a female's body, but then I was born. <laughs> he meant he was in his mother's womb trapped but, but then he was born and when he was born he knew whether he was male or female and we've gotten to the point I, before I go there though let me, let me finish this list because it's, it's not that long and it lets us see uh, how the, the enemy Satan can, can contaminate people's minds and make them believe something that's not true I mentioned that he blocked foreign aid being used for abortions. He cracked down on illegal immigration. We're hearing all the people up in the air about uh, him being against immigration. Never one time has he been, uh, been against immigration. He's against illegal immigration. He's against sanctuary cities. These are positive things. He saved billions by cutting federal regulations. He cut taxes, saving money for more than 80% of the households in America. He ended the Paris Climate Agreement, ending the threat of being governed by an international bureaucrats. He restored the coal industry and, and, uh, uh, and, and landowners' rights. Uh, he, he brought back the uh, Keystone Pipeline. Some of the things that had just were crazy decisions to start with that were not for the health and the rebuilding of our country. Uh, he rebuilt the military. Uh, he's protect, uh, protecting all of religious liberties. And, and you mentioned a moment ago, uh, you know, when, when he, he replaced Obamacare, incrementally, beginning with a repealing of uh, the individual mandate. Uh, he imposed sanctions on Venezuela's socialist dictator. He reversed Obama's deals with Cuba. He recognized Jerusalem. This is a big one. He recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital, and then he restored relationship with Israel that had been destroyed by our former president. And see, to me, that was one of the biggest, because there's been many presidents in the past that promised, promised that they were going to do that. Absolutely. But you know what? What most people probably do not understand, Pastor Hal, is most presidents are owned by yes. someone. And by so some when, they're, yeah. when they're sitting in that chair... Uh, in that particular office, they're doing what they have to do yes. by the people that own them, where this particular president that we have today, no one owns him. Not even taking a salary. Not even taking a salary. Uh, but no one owns him, and so therefore he's not afraid to do what he promised to do, Sorry. and that was uh, go back and and be rebuild the relationship right. with Israel because right. that's very very po uh, powerful according to the word of God because when you come against Israel you're coming against God you are and so our president has an understanding of that 
even though you, you somebody said, well, I don't know about uh, I, I don't know about his Christianity and all of that. Well, I, I'm not here debating his Christianity. No. What no. I'm talking about is whether he's a Christian or he's not a Christian. He's doing biblical things. Yes, he's doing what he said he would do, which is causing. Uh, well, uh, Scripture is being fulfilled. Absolutely. I mean, every day Absolutely. that he is sitting there, Scripture yes. is being fulfilled. Yes. And I believe, I believe that that God put him there. And mm -hmm. I, I'm losing support. You know, I lose support, and I have people in our church. You know, says I, I. We're not losing uh, God's support. But though. but you know what? Again, it's not it's not a Democrat or Republican no, issue. I've preached not. here a couple of weeks ago and that's what I said. This is a spiritual it issue is. that we're in it now because is. there is no respect. Even, you know, God God knocked a man off of a donkey. Mm -hmm. uh, he can bring down an elephant too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> nothing um, too big for God. Not, nothing too big <laughs> for God. And so, uh, in, if anyone is watching us right now and, and you think this is about uh, 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 a Republican president, this has nothing to do with what party he is. No, it's no. what he is standing for. And it has nothing to do uh, with anything uh, such as he's not the greatest public speaker in the world. No, no. He couldn't even hold a candle to President Obama when it comes to public speaking. But the, being the president is not about being a great public speaker. Uh, being the president is looking out for the nation of America. And when we look at the Word of God, and, and we have presidents in the past, and I won't name them, but there's been a, a number that claimed the name of Jesus, that said they were Christians and haven't done as much uh, in the Christian vein as, as Donald Trump. Exactly. And you're talking about, you know, let's, let's just say, you mentioned a donkey a moment ago. If, if God could use a donkey and talk <laughs> through it, and use a rooster and crow through it, I think he can use Donald Trump. Uh, I think he's at least a step Very above well a said. rooster and a donkey. Very well said. Very and well I said. think he's quite a few steps above that. I, actually, I respect him because he respects the Word of God. And something else, Pastor, you mentioned that, that's not unimportant. He is actually having pastors to come into the White House, not just talk to him, but lay hands on him in the Oval Office and pray for him. There's a, a video, I've, I've seen it several times on the internet, where a worship group is worshiping in the White House. They're worshiping and they're just like we worship here with uplifted hands and speaking in tongues. This is going on in the White House. Now some people may say, oh my God, now I know more than ever. We need to get him out of there. But that's because many Christians are not voting this. That's right. They are not letting this be the guideline. Instead, listen, I've got people that have been friends of mine for more than 50 years that because right before the election, I, I took television time out when I was still in the state of Georgia. And every week I would minister on God, what God says about government, what God says about the stance that Christian believers should take when it comes to our government. It doesn't say we should remove ourselves from government. Jesus said, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Well, we need to render unto Caesar and to our government the voice of God. We haven't always been able to do that because even though some presidents who were Christian in name were not Christian in, in action.
Now, Donald Trump may not have been Christian in name. He didn't come into the White House saying, well, you know, I can quote Bible verses. I don't think he could. Uh, he, he held up his mother's Bible, you know, and, and at least let us know he knew what a Bible was and, and that his mother had based her life on the Word of God. So whether he had made a personal decision or not, he was influenced by his family and look at his own family who's being blasted and criticized like crazy in the media, and yet they are respectful young people who've grown up. They respect their father. They respect their mom. They respect their stepmom. Uh, they respect their families. They respect uh, our country. And you've got these politicians that's getting up just all the time that are an embarrassment to me. They can't even speak in a respectful tone. You know, I thought we were supposed to be able to disagree without being hateful. That, that you know, you and I could disagree about something without being hateful. Exactly. Uh, and we don't have to come to blows and start talking about, well, maybe lightning will strike him dead. Yes. I mean, such ridiculous statements that have been made that if, if, if just anybody would have made them, we'd already been jailed already. Well, it's amazing what you're saying there, you know, just like my wife and I, sometimes we disagree. No. On, oh, yeah, yes, you, we do, you know. I know you and Linda never disagree no, on anything. No, we never. 56 years, well, you're ahead of us. We're 55 years. <laughs> but, you know, we disagree. Um, we disagree, and um, uh, but we don't argue and right. we don't fight. We come to agreement right. about but we don't fight about it. And, and see, arguing, you know, no, no one wins arguments. No. I mean, you know, you may get somebody and you may outword them. But um, when you are disrespectful yes. to someone, you've already lost. Yes. Because you had to put that person in an inferior yes. position and you took a superior place. So to me, um, it's more important for us to show respect yes. as a Christian, yes. as a Christian, just like with President Obama. Uh, I didn't uh, necessarily agree with a lot of things he no, did, and especially no. the Iran deal and taking all of that money, that right. cash to Iran. And I, I didn't agree with any of that. But you know what? I still respected the office and of the president and yeah. prayed for him daily that God would protect him and that God would watch yeah. over him and God would well, take you know, care he, of him and his family. He took an anti-Christian stance. I mean, you know, he said he was a Christian, but his actions did not go along with, with his words. And, and again, it has nothing to do with attacking President Obama or President Bush or President Carter, who was a, a proclaimed himself as a Christian, made a lot of decisions I didn't agree with, but I didn't curse him. I didn't disrespect him. Uh, I did what the Bible told me to do. Pray for those in authority. That's what well, which says. includes you and I or anybody that stands behind the pulpit. We're in authority and we need the prayers of the people. Exactly. You know, we're not infallible. We're not sitting here tonight saying, hey, we got all the answers, but we do have the one and most important answer, which is right here in the Word of God. And you've already made the point that if Christians can, can vote for anyone, that is for killing infants in the womb and now out of the womb. And against Israel. Absolutely. See, these are two, two, I mean, there's many, many issues you and I could talk yes. about. But I think when it comes to, 
when it comes to the child and the abortion, and then this last thing, this other governor you were talking about, what he is yes. wanting to do, yes. and then, you know, some people says, well, you didn't listen to him carefully, and you didn't really listen to what he said, you know. I did. But I did <laughs> listen to what he said. And then uh, anybody that's against Israel, uh, doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter if you're the, what party you're you're a part of. Exactly. If you're against Israel, that is a no-no. I mean, God said He would bless those that bless Israel. Yes, He did. And so I believe because our president has chosen. Look, look. I mean, actually, he actually moved to the the, the headquarters there to Jerusalem. Yeah, praise I, God. I mean, he didn't talk about it. No, he didn't talk about it. He actually did it. Something uh, he said he would do, he did it. And so I believe we need to pray for him tonight. we got yes. about six minutes left here before we're going off tonight. And I believe we need to pray for our president in his speech tonight. We know that it's already there. It's already recorded. Uh, but, you know, he's been known to get off the time or two of his... Uh, of, of the, his the first State of the Union by our first president, George Washington, was in 1790. And he had seven pages of handwritten notes. God bless him. He was a man after my own heart. He had seven pages. Pastor Al's got handwritten notes. Pastor Al's got handwritten notes. I don't notes. have a laptop or a tablet. I got a smartphone, but it's smarter than I am. I left in the car. I have. I type and, and put things down. But uh, Pastor uh, uh, Al is... Um, He's not old-fashioned. He just chooses to use his yes, hand. Yes, he is. He's old-fashioned. Uh, Go ahead and say uh, He just chooses to use his hand and, and make uh, sentences and underline. And, yeah, I and got that. You got things yeah, underlined. Before, before you say this prayer, let me just say, I hope we can continue talking about this because it's even after the State of the Union, uh, the state of our nation is very important. And, and we need to see a lot more of our Christians praying for our president and, and vice president, and God knows our Congress and Senate, uh, we, we need lots of prayer for them and the Supreme Court. And, and uh, the, I mentioned to you earlier, there were six major interventions uh, by God in the forming of America. And maybe if you feel led, you know, next week or we could continue and talk about those six interventions. I think that would be a good idea. And it shows that God's hand was in the forming of America. It wasn't an accident. And see, most people probably don't even realize the first schools in America, the Bible was the textbook. And, and, and they taught in the church. Yes, they taught that the, the, the schools were in the church yes. and the Bible was the textbook. They yes. learned how to read. They learned how to write yes. out from from the Bible, not through some textbooks today like they've got today of, yeah. uh, of how creation came and that I didn't come from a monkey. I didn't come from from some animal. I was I was Adam and Eve was created and I came from that lineage. Yes, and I agree with you. Well, you know, Pastor, I, I believe that uh, God's hand was on the uh, discovery of America. It was on the formation of America. Uh, and it's still on America. Thank God it is. Amen. Because the way that America has turned its back as a nation on the principles of God's Word, on the morals of God's Word, uh, we could have been under a tremendous curse had it not been for the church of Jesus Christ. And that's why you and I are talking about the importance of the church stepping up. Well, as, as we're closing here tonight and we're going to pray, 
I want to say to everybody that's viewing whatever whatever side you're on, that's, that's your business. Uh, you can do that in America. But I'm on God's side. Yes. That's the side I'm standing on. I'm not saying I'm a Republican, Democrat, or Independent. I'm a child of God. Amen. And our nation is divided. It's in disarray. And there's, we've talked about this. There's so much disrespect for not just politicians, but men of God. Yes. But politicians beating one another up and saying hateful things, as mm -hmm. Pastor Al said a while ago. But we need to pray for our president. And, you know, as I said, he's already got his script. But who knows? He's been known to go off, <laughs> yes, off of has. his notes. So do I, and so do you. <laughs> and it could be something that the Holy Ghost, Amen. the Holy Ghost Let's could just put on him and have him to say that would unite and bring some of those people instead of them and I pray that they don't sit there and boo him tonight the the opposite side I hope they don't and even the Republicans I hope they don't boo him tonight but I pray that they'll open their heart father as we bring this uh, web class to webcast to a close tonight we thank you father for those that have viewed with us God I just pray for Barbara Harper right now that as 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 we're going to pray for the president I see where she is needing a job yes. I pray that you'll give Barbara that Thank job you, all the different people here that I haven't been able to see that needs prayer I ask you Holy Spirit to touch them be with people tonight as their televisions are on and our newscasters help them not to vilify and make fun yes. of this president yes. I pray Lord that you will give him wisdom you yes. will give him an anointing yes. put an anointing yes. upon yes. him yes. to complete to finish uh, his speech and to say what's in his heart without fear and to say it with boldness Lord and I pray Lord that Christians all over America right now will begin to pray even those that's not watching and not many millions of course that's not watching but those that are uh, getting ready and yes. know this is happening that yes. they will pray for the president of the United States Amen. of America the vice president pray for the people in our Senate and in our Congress and in our local levels and our military yes, and our God. police force, our governors, our, our, our mayors. Father, somehow tonight we oh, pray God. that there will be a unifying yes, in Lord. our nation tonight oh, Lord, and there will be an outpouring, an yes, outpouring Lord. of love yeah, that will Lord, go Lord. forth and they will see a move yes, of the Holy Lord. Ghost. Yes. In Jesus' name we Jesus. pray.